Welcome to Featured Insights, presented by Caroline Economic Development. I'm your host, Debbie Bowden. This podcast is for all size businesses in Caroline County and the Eastern Shore of Maryland to learn from experts at the local, state, and national level. We hope that you gain insights that can help your business run more effectively. Hi, Kat Stork Blair. Thank you for joining me. Um, Kat is here. She has a business called Sure Strategies. She's well known in the community. She's done a lot of good work, but she is representing uh, an initiative that's it's really to your heart. And even though it's through the business sure strategies, you're working through the local management board, which is the Human Services Council in Caroline County, and it's called Collective Impact. And we're going to talk a lot, and you're going to hear those words from us today, Collective Impact, and just thinking about what that means. It's bringing together people from all kinds of organizations in the county to help families. And uh, so we're going to just talk about that a little bit today. I'll ask you some questions. This is a way for you to give an introduction to the listeners of this podcast and um, an opportunity too for you to maybe think about whether you want to do some podcasting in the future. So happy to have you here today. Introduce yourself, give a little bit of a bio, let us know why you just decided to that collective impact was something that you really wanted to focus on. Sure. Well, I'm really happy to be here, Debbie. Thank you for having me on. Um, I am really excited about collective impact. I have been excited about it for many, many years. Uh, but to give you a little bit of background on myself first and about how Shore Strategies came about and the work with collective impact, um, I've lived in Caroline County for just over about going on 32 years now okay. with a brief break in in Baltimore City for five years. Um, but my son is turning 30. So that's now how I can use my I can use that as my my age litmus <laughs> test of how long I've been in Caroline County for. Um, and all of those years have really been involved in working in health and human services from a nonprofit perspective. I worked in nonprofits for quite a while uh, from a public perspective. I worked for Talbot County Health Department, running their family support center for, for a number of years, um, and then 12 years here in Caroline County, working with Caroline County Recreation and Parks and, and managing and operating programming. Um, and out of all of that, working in all of those different arenas that work with children, families, and community, what I recognized is that we often put ourselves in silos. We get so busy doing the passionate the work that we are passionate right. about, whether that's parks and recreation, whether that's family services, that we we put our heads down and we and we do the daily work and we don't always make the time to connect in with those that are doing similar work in other sectors of of the community. And so Collective Impact really offers that opportunity to bring cross-sector collaboration to life. Right. All in the vision and mission of serving families. And you talked about that. So everything that you've done has been to help children, help families. Why, why is that so important to you? Because families are the bedrock of what community is and That's the bedrock right. of what our society is. And when I say family, I mean a, a whole family, an intergenerational 
view of a family as well. Right. You know, it could be that, and we, and often in these times when housing is difficult and right. and the af- affordability is an issue, we we more and more see ha- families representing all the way from prenatal to. Um, they may even be entering hospice, a family entering and, and, and navigating elder care and hospice right. care. So I use that term family to really equate to a household as well. Um, and, and to me it is. It's the bedrock of society. And from, from an economic standpoint, for our economy to be strong, our workforce needs to be strong. That's right. For our workforce to be strong, our households and our families need to be strong. Absolutely. And so that's how we got connected. You and I got connected through Collective Impact is that although, and I'll ask you to kind of give a structure of these agencies and these folks and these think leader, thought leaders that you're bringing in from the community, you brought in economic development for that workforce. Because if you don't have that strong family, that strong household, on the other side, if you don't have a strong economy, if you don't have the resources, both human and capital, to be able to give into that society, then the system isn't going to work. So, mm-hmm. so talk about, you said you, you defined them as silos. So these were individuals or individual agencies that had their purpose, had their mission. And because they're working with things that are so crucial and so critical, a lot of times they're just focused, laser focused on that. What are some of those agencies? What are some of the disciplines that you've brought together in Collective Impact? Sure. So we really have all of the um, sectors that make up a community involved in this Caroline County Collective Impact effort, which we're calling Collective Impact Better Together. Okay. Um, And really the idea behind that is we are all better together when we come to the table so that the leadership team at this point includes the superintendent of schools and this with the backing of the school district um the health officer so Mm -hmm. the whole health department is on board the director for behavioral health under the health department um through jessica toll and the work that she's doing in behavioral health Chop Tank, our, our biggest provider of health services in the county, which is our federally qualified health centers. Right. Chop Tank Community Health is on that stake, on that leadership team. Mm-hmm. Recreation and Parks is on the leadership team. The Department of Juvenile Services sits at the table. Um, Many of the nonprofits that are right. providing direct services to families, um, whether that's, again, in support of housing, food stability, child care. Um, the Judy Centers have been very active in being involved in the mm-hmm. work. So it really is looking at pulling together every sector that has um, involvement with a family. Social services, the director of social services is involved. Sure. So it, and it, so. You've got healthcare, education, um, early childhood education, mm-hmm. caring for the family mm-hmm. through childcare and childhood development, food stability, and housing. And all of us are sitting around the table, not redefining our mission, right? Mm-hmm. So, talk a little bit about that. How you've got, you know, let's picture, listener, that we've got a large round table. And you've got these eight or 10 people in the leadership team who are sitting around. And in the middle, you have this concept of family and household and stability. And describe, Kat, how you envision 
all of us talking about helping that family and that household that's in the middle of that table. So I think, first of all, one of the places that we, we need to, to cycle back on and make sure is at the table are the members of the community who we are uh, looking to support. Yes. So missing in that first conversation about who's at the table is our own county residents. Um, so having what we, that sort of the term in the in this work now is people with lived experience or people with lived expertise. Sure. So, so those that yes. are navigating, um, exactly what we're talking about, right. um, also need to be at that table. But the way that I envision it is that listening to those residents and talking with those residents about what it is that they need for their own stability, what resources, what access to resources do right. they need to for them to not only be stable but to grow and thrive, and um, and having conversations about how can we, as a collective, working all together, how can we address some of these concerns? I mean, I I fielded a phone call, a text message came in at probably about seven o'clock this morning. And by eight o'clock this morning, I was on a phone call with somebody from the school system who was saying, transportation, what are we going to do about transportation? Sure. Yeah. You know, and, and that is a daily, that happens daily that we, but what I can say back to them is what we can do is come to the table and come up with solutions together for some of these issues like transportation, like childcare. I know, Debbie, that you've been working closely with Heather Harding with yes. the Caroline County Judy Center to really dig into this issue of childcare. Um, as you know, we've held community conversations for the last year and continue to do those. And there are definitely issues and priorities from the family perspective that have risen to the top. And yes. child care is absolutely one of those. We have seen a significant decrease in the number of child care providers right. that we have, both particularly family child care providers. Um, and we recognize that that is a need for people to be able to go to work. You must have access to quality, safe childcare where you can go to work and work without worry that your and your child is being well taken care of. Um, so it is both an economic issue, it's an early childhood education issue, exactly, and it's a family stability issue. And so you bring starting this collective impact work. You brought all of us to sit around the table and at least get to know each other, yep. right? As economic development director, I knew of some of the folks that are there and I knew of some of the missions, uh, but I ne had never had a chance to work with the Department of Juvenile Services. We Our, our paths just had not crossed. So that alone, just having some that I know that I could call somebody, I've met that person. We're on the same wavelength. We want to help the community. I think that's that's a success right there for collective impact. That was probably the biggest checkoff. Yes, we've got this done. Let's let's dig deeper. And so some of these ideas though that you're leading the charge to help resolve are very big. But then they go down to that individualized level. And transportation is one of them. So you're talking about this morning you were helping to solve a transportation issue, but transportation to and from work, to and from school is such a big issue. How, 
I'm not looking for you to give the answer today because <laughs> that's some of the work. But give let's use that as an example of how you guide and help the, the conversations among the leadership team, the community leaders that are coming, the co- residents and the those with those personal experiences. How are you helping everybody to talk about solutions, talk about the problem, and really work towards maybe finding that one thing that will work today for that one family. That's where I really see Shore Strategies' role as being, is that we are facilitating this process. And when I say we, I do have a team that I'm working with as well, because certainly collective impact is huge and I quickly realized when we got into it that it is bigger than one person can f- facilitate by themselves. But that, but that really is the role that we play, is facilitating. It's helping to make those connections, bringing people to the table uh, who have specialty in areas. So mm. one of the things that um, through Collective Impact and some of the offshoots of the work that is coming out of Collective Impact that we've been able to do is to tap into some of the larger uh, jurisdictions in the state. So I've been been picking the brains of people in Montgomery County about how they do things, um, even so far as going to look at how models of things in other states that are working both in rural, in urban areas, but also really looking at what works in rural areas. And sadly, there's not as much out there as you would hope for. I think that, Rural communities tend, we tend to see ourselves as very strong and independent and able to solve our own issues. Right. Um, and, and sometimes not go outside of our area to look for that. So there's, there's less information on the rural side of things. So we do need to look to our urban and suburban um, counterparts for what's working and how can that be tweaked for, for smaller communities and, mm-hmm. and rural communities. And I think that transportation is a really good example of that. There are effective transportation resources and services that are working in other communities um, that we can identify and bring to the table. And, and the things that are happening out of collective impact to a degree is identifying where there are things that are working you know, it could be that you hear about something. And right. for example, you know, you you were instrumental in in the collective impact group and myself being able to sit down with the Federal Reserve staff and Tom right. Barkin, the CEO of the Federal Reserve uh, for re- the region and have a conversation about that. And in that conversation, we learned about a program in North Carolina around, in transportation that's similar to something that we've tried to launch here called Mobility on Demand that we're working through right now, but it gives us another resource. Exactly. And it come back to that idea of resources on the local level too, that the goal of Caroline County Better Together Collective Impact is really, again, about creating opportunities for families and households to access the resources that they need for stability. So it's identifying what resources we already have, what assets do we already have in the community, and then where are the gaps and filling in those gaps. And none of us have 
the perfect answer. But I truly believe that if we all come together using this agenda, this framework of collective impact, which right. I probably should have started with this at the beginning, there are there are five components to collect to the to collective impact, which is a national movement. Uh, and there's an organization called the the Collective Impact Forum. You can go online, find out more information about it. But there are really five conditions that need to be in place for a successful collective impact effort. Okay. One is a common agenda. So we have yes. that. It's this idea of creating opportunities for re- access to resources and support. So we're all on this we're again. All on we're the all same page. Heading towards that same goal. Yep. Okay. Yep. I mean, we are even doing. We're we're working through an activity now with our different action teams focused on different areas. That's actually called um, results in the center. So it's yes. putting that result in the center and then bringing everybody to that round table again around it. So that's that's the first and probably most important component. Then we have data, right? Everything, we have to have data to, right. to look at, to look at what the trends are, to project out what's going to happen um, or what we think might happen and where we can insert ourselves into what's happening with those trends. Um, so that's the second component, being able to have access to data that we can dig into and look at for our community. The third is that we have complementary programming happening. Right. That that if the school system knows that the health department is doing X, Y, or Z around smoking and, and trying to keep young people from smoking or vaping, for example, right. and they are also doing something, they are aligning and mutually reinforcing exactly. the messages that are going out from both of their houses, so right. to speak, and they align with each other. Uh, the fourth, and this would be a part of it, these podcasts, is to talk about, to really talk, to have ongoing communication where we dig in and and we try to solve the problems together and we communicate about it. And we communicate about what resources are out there. Mm-hmm. One of the first things that happened through the collect the work of the leadership team and then beyond that is a recognition that we don't have one we have a we have a resource directory in the county that we can go to but we don't know that has all the information in it gotcha so we are all working collectively at this point to look at that resource directory and make sure that if i'm somebody looking for resources i can go there and find that resource that I need. It's just pulling all of them into one place. So it's that communication piece. Absolutely. And then the final component in in those five pieces of a collective impact framework is this idea of a backbone organization. And right now, Caroline Human Services Council, the local management board for the county, is serving in that capacity and contracting with Shore Strategies to, to, to do the boots on the ground work of facilitation. But it's having a backbone organization that is what I refer to often as herding the cats. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> you know, yes. Yeah. Bringing the people to the table. And when you're talking about people who are really passionate about what they do and are really committed and probably work 12, 14, 16 hours a day on what they care about, sometimes it can be hard to get them to the table. Right. That's that's what a backbone organization does. It's simply making sure that you've got a meeting date set, a meeting location, because you've got these 8, 10, 12 
organizations and people in those organizations. And everybody wants to have that one person to go to. And right now that's Kat to say, okay, where are we going to have this meeting? Or I'd like to do this. Or here's somebody that I think should participate. When's the next session? Um, so I think, yeah, the, thank you for laying out those five uh, ideas of how to go through establishing this really big idea of collective impact. And again, it's this broad umbrella of things that are already being done by very competent and capable and caring people. But then you've got that one person that needs that. The resource directory is a good example of that. If somebody is suddenly in need of social services, they may not know how to navigate that. And they may go to their healthcare provider or they may look for that resource through the school system and without the resource directory without this idea of we're all here together to help they may have found an information gap and so giving that to the people who need it the most to the families to the households is is such an important part um I'd like to shift a little bit because I want to talk about the small business that is short strategies and talk about, you gave your background. How did you come about to establish this consulting firm, Sure Strategies, and then go ahead and end with a final, what do you see Sure, how, how do you see Sure Strategies and the collective impact all kind of feeding your own soul, if you will? Oh, wow. Um, so like I said, when, when I started, I've been doing this work for 30 plus years and I came into the work, into working in nonprofit public sector work because of an experience that I had early on in my career where, um, I just had a, I had a, I knew that I was going to have to work for the rest of my life mm -hmm. and, I also knew that I had a passion for community and for caring for people. And I thought to myself, well, I know I'm going to work in a field that, that puts me in a position that I can fill that passion that I have as well. And for many years, that was filled through working directly with those nonprofit and public sector organizations. Um, and as time went on, and part of it was discovering collective impact gotcha. at the at the national level and saying wow this is it this is what would work um it it really opened my eyes to you have i've had so many experiences over 30 years in the business that i could share those experiences with the whole community if i weren't tied to one specific organization sure. yeah um so my my future picture for sure strategies and for collective impact here in Caroline County is that we build a model here that is something that I, that can be taken to other communities and oh, I really be believe fantastic. that we have we have the right ingredients and the right cooks in the kitchen to make that happen and for sure strategies long term it's that then I can carry that message out to other communities while also knowing that what we've established here in Caroline County is going to live beyond me and yes. beyond shore strategies and be embedded in the community in such a way that 
it helps to support this the future stability and ultimate growth, thriving and growth for the entire the entire county. That's awesome. And what a what a visionary to to look past and see see something that needed to be done. Look at what you were doing and some of the the restrictions in you know, just being working for somebody else that we all have when we work for somebody else and taking that step then to step outside of that door, start your own business. And now you've got a staff and and partners of three or four people. So I'm I'm actually, I'm up to seven now. I mean, they all are part-time. I would, nothing would make me happier than to get to the point where I can bring on my, my first full-time employee. Um, but they are all part-time right now and are very much passionate about their piece of the work. Um, one of the things that I didn't talk about is because we were talking about Caroline Collective Impact is that the other area of work that we're doing a lot of is needs assessment, strategic planning, and actually parks and community planning. Gotcha. Because yeah. I, got, I had some experience with that coming out of recreation and parks. Um, and then I bring in that community development component to it. And um, I see sky's the limit, but we've, we now have municipalities that are approaching shore strategies about being involved in helping to create their comprehensive plans. And so, in a very short amount of time. So you have gone from taking that step in 2018, I believe, I, um, through I COVID. I incorporated in 20, October. This is my, this is actually, we're entering my my four-year anniversary month. And that's October fantastic. of 2019 was when I incorporated. So I think everybody who, uh, well, certainly collective impact is something that's going to be important to the people who are serving the community to the community members who can then turn around and serve their their own and it's just that it continues to give but kudos to you for starting a business finding that passion bringing on others who are sharing that passion and just being successful in that and and, in a very important way for Caroline County and then you're going to spread that out that's congratulations on that cat i want to thank you again for coming in and talking with us today um it's been fantastic working with you on collective impact and i can't see wait to see what the future holds well thank you and thank you for being a part of collective impact and bringing that economic development component to the table and you know i i really see us again an opportunity to build the relationships with the businesses so that they can all business the business sector so that they can also benefit from this concept of collective impact. And thank you, Debbie, for your support in helping me personally to start my own business because you were one of the first people that I talked to about doing it. So I appreciate that. Thank you for listening. Be sure to like and subscribe to Featured Insights and look for us on your favorite podcast platform.